Podception. Welcome to Between the Shelves, the premier Savo Library podcast. On this episode, I am joined, I'm not joined by, I have a co-host this week, uh, Tori. Welcome. Hello, it's me. So Tori, uh, I, we're just going to duo this, this episode today. It's just a one-on-one and we're going to be talking about podcasts. One of our favorite things to do, listen, talk about. Just favorite things flat out. Period. So let's get into it. This is this is the Podception episode. So event, it took us 30 episodes to <laughs> do an episode about podcasts. This is an inflection point for all podcasts where they either fold in on themselves. Or explode outward. Or explode, explode outward. Outward. Outward? Outward. Oh, boy. This is off to a great start. <laughs> okay. So... No bits this episode. Can we promise each other that? This is going to be the most serious episode this podcast has ever had. This is going to be a super serial episode. Wow. Starting off And go. (laughs) Um, So I have a question for you to start off the podcast, Alex. And I'm curious because I don't think we've... We've talked about podcasts a lot, but I don't think we've talked about this. Um, How did you get into podcasts in the first place? Great question. So with all cool things, I got into it from... My family first. Um, Most cool things I got from my dad, podcasts I got from my brother John, my young brother John. Uh, So John, he's he's hipper than I am. He was into podcasts Um, before I was. He started with a, I want to say Comedy Bang Bang, which is one of the, they're on their 13th year. They're still going. I'm sure we'll be talking about Comedy Bang Bang a lot throughout this episode. So... I think, I want to say we were on a car ride together. Maybe it was a trip down to Virginia to go see my parents. And podcasts are perfect for long car rides. He said he probably said, I have this thing we should listen to. Put it on. And I'm like, what is this recorded audio <laughs> that you have? <laughs> this, this pre-recorded radio program. What do you call this? Yeah. Um, so that's what it was. it was. It was probably listening to a comedy podcast and a car ride around 2010, 2012-ish. Good long time ago. Yeah, I, I've been searching my own listening history to try to trace back the inception my uh, my when I started the listening. The podception for you. The podception for me. And it's hard to nail down exactly. I use an app called Pocket Casts to listen to podcasts, and it keeps very detailed stats of what I listen to, almost to a depressing degree. Too detailed. <laughs> Too detailed. But uh, that I started using in 2017. So before 2017, I don't really have mm, right. stats. But I do have in my research that the podcast app, Apple's podcast app, came out for iPhones in 2012. Oh, wow. So I, and I only had one iPhone. I'm an Android user. I had one iPhone. It was the iPhone 4, which came out in 2010. I don't think I was an early adopter. I probably got it around 2011. So the podcast app comes out around around 2012. So I'm guessing it was right around there, maybe 2013 that I started listening. Not long. I don't remember listening to podcasts before there was a dedicated app. Mm. Let me put it that way. Back when they were just online. Back when they were just online and you had to manually go out, download them and listen to them on websites websites or right on your computer and on iTunes like it was an MP3 file. So I guess, does that answer your question? Probably around... 2012, 2013. And it was your brother that got you into My it. brother got me into it. Comedy was the uh, the gap was the the thing that pulled me in, and it's what I primarily listen to to this day. 
How about you, Tori? How did you get into podcasting? I Who introduced you? I introduced myself, I guess you could say. <laughs> but it, probably around the same time, I, you know, we're pr- pretty close in age, so discovering things around the same times. Um, but I got into it differently. I don't have a, a sibling to introduce me to cool stuff, which I'm jealous. But I, back when I was younger, in 2012, I'd, I was like uh, 18, 19, and I... Uh, would listen to stand-up comedy to fall asleep at night <clears throat> just because you know it's quiet and you sure. sometimes it's too quiet so you want something to to lull you to sleep and before I realized what a podcast was I would listen to um, just streaming po- uh, stand-up comedy on Pandora radio yeah <laughs> back when that was a thing which I feel like that was sort of the precursor to to podcast apps kind of streaming yeah. podcasts um, but that got me into a lot of stand-up comedians which I think led me to the jump over to podcasts. And one of the first ones that I remember listening to was um, this podcast that I do not think exists anymore called 10-Minute Podcast. It was hosted by Will Sasso, Brian Callen, and um, Crystalia. And it, every episode was 10 minutes, and they would just do bits and comedy, and they had characters that would be recurring, and they had, like, hundreds of episodes. So I would download a million episodes of that and then listen to that as I mm-hmm. went to sleep. So that was... Were they all 10 minutes long? They were all 10 minutes okay. long, or less. Um, was it a weekly? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And two, two of the three of them were on Mad TV back in the day, and they all did... Yeah, Will Sasso sounds familiar. Yes, and he was in the Three Stooges movie that everyone loved. Yes, um, but yeah, just it lulled me to sleep at night, but then I would listen to them so much and get so attached to the characters and things that they would do, and I guess that led me to try to find more podcasts like that, which probably the leap was Comedy Bang Bang as well, I'm sure, because it's been a long time since I started listening to that one. Yeah, Comedy Bang Bang is sort of like the nexus that comedy podcasters kind of go through at some point in time. So it, it's I've, it's probably still the most popular comedy podcast. It's for podcast. sure up there. It, just for an explanation of what Comedy Bang Bang is for, for the listeners in case they haven't heard of it, which if you haven't, go check it out. Um, it's a podcast. Started also, episode one. Started episode one. <laughs> and like tw- 20 episodes in, you'll probably start to like it a little bit. Um, this 13-year-old podcast. But it's a comedy podcast hosted by Scott Ackerman. It started out as a live comedy show, and then it was a radio show. Um, but every week he has... Sometimes he'll have celebrities on promoting movies or whatever their project is, but he always has improv comedians on who will perform characters, and he'll interview them as if they're real people. Mm-hmm. And open door policy. Open door policy. Quote-unquote, anyone can come in, and anyone does. So um, he's got a lot of great improvers and people who have gone on to be like to a lot of movies saturday night live uh he has a really good roster of of guests and he plays a perfect straight man to all of their like shenanigans yes um so if you like alt comedy or just regular comedy it's a great entry into comedy podcasts. yeah sure. scott arkman was a writer on um shark on... tale <laughs> that's yes what he's best known for <laughs> No, uh, the why am I blanking Mr. on it? Show. HBO. Yes, thank you. On Mr. Show with uh, with Bob and David. So if you like that show, he was a writer on that. Very similar, style, similar. style. Yeah, similar style. I think his back was also in one of the Austin Powers movies. Yes, as Michael Caine, <laughs> yes. young Michael Caine. <laughs> Uh, but it, the show has been going on for I think they just celebrated their thirteenth mm-hmm. anniversary. 
Uh, there are characters from the first season that are still reoccurring to this day. There's bits that are still carrying over. So this is kind of like a trend with a lot of podcasts that I listen to. It's like the longer you listen to it, the more you get from it, where it's just all, it becomes all inside jokes at some point. Um, but yeah, I love it for, for that reason. And uh, Comedy Bang Bang just had a book released oh, yeah. this year to celebrate their history mm-hmm. uh, and it has it's a hilarious book and it has all of their most famous characters who have who have appeared on the show all have little contributed bite-sized little, contributed uh, little segments that are all very funny so if you don't like listening but you do like books that might be a good book for you to make the leap into I don't know podcasts. if we have any book lovers <laughs> subscribing to this library podcast you but you never know so I have a whole bunch of podcast facts should we just Rattle them off. Hit me out with of the way. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a few, and then we'll we'll move on. So, um, over a hundred million Americans listen to podcasts, and 28 percent of those say they listen weekly. Can you guess the average number of episodes that that 28 percent listens to on a weekly basis? Oh wow, it's way higher than I thought. Um, if it's way higher than you thought, I'm going to guess 20. Not that high. 11. 11 episodes. That's still a lot of episodes per week because yeah. a lot of them are an hour, a half hour. That's well, let me get time. into... Okay, so you mentioned podcast duration. 39% of podcasts are over 40 minutes long. 18% are over an hour long. So the podcasts I listen to are typically pretty long. Mm-hmm. Like an hour is, I would say, average. So 18% are over an hour. And uh, Between the Shelves has certainly dipped into that <laughs> category more than a few times. And this episode, I'm sure, will be edging up on we're an going hour. For three at least. hours on this one, everybody. Yeah, we're going for the record. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, so there's 467 million podcast listeners globally. Wow. Um, there are 5 million podcasts, 70 million episodes. So I thought found that that was interesting. So the average is 14 episodes per podcast. Mm-hmm. So one thing that, uh, you know, anybody who listens to podcasts probably, or even if you don't listen to podcasts, you might realize, like, there's burnout in, in podcasting. Um, a lot of podcasts will come out, do a few episodes, and you never hear from them again. Um, where did I have the stat? Okay, here. So on Apple Podcasts, this is just in the Apple podcasting app. There's 2.5 million podcasts, and only 450,000 of them are active. So, so there's a lot of archived old podcasts. There's a lot of archived stuff, or stuff that came out. You know, people wanted to dip their toes into podcasting and dip found out scheduling podcasting <laughs> is very difficult, mm-hmm. and editing is very laborious. Um, so I found, found that, that that was pretty interesting. So Between the Shelves, this is our 30th episode, so we've made it past that hump. We're in it for the long run. And I was looking up some other stats on um, how podcasting is ranked by popularity. Mm. So it's, it's measured by the number of downloads per episode within the first week of release. So It's a very specific metric. Yes, it's very specific. And between the shelves, we are just in about like the 60th percentile. If you, if you do total downloads for the length of the episode, we're closer to like the 50th percentile, but we're in about the 60th percentile right now. So listeners, get out there, get in the streets, start knocking on doors. Make sure you tell everyone, download our podcast in the first week that it comes yes, out. Yes, exactly. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. Download. Smash that like button. Smash the like button. If there is one, give it five-star <laughs> rating. Let's get up. I want to get over the hump. That's my goal. I want to get over that 
Mark? Yeah, so I have a bunch more stats, but I think it's boring if I just rattle off stats. So I, we've been saying, like, we've been into podcasting for a while. You, you, would you, are you, like, 2012? Does that sound about right for you, 2013? So since then, how much of your, your portion, how, what is the percentage of your media consumption that has been taken up by podcasts, would you say? That's a really interesting question, and it's kind of hard to answer because podcasts are such a unique form of media where um, it's sort of a, a passive activity. Yeah. Um, like TV or a book, you don't have to pay the most attention to them, but you have to pay some attention to them with your eyes. And yes. podcasts are what I put on when I'm doing something else that I have to focus on. So when I'm driving, when I'm doing the dishes, when I'm taking a shower when I'm going to sleep, like that's when I'm listening to podcasts. So I feel like that would really like tip the scale towards uh, most of my media consumption is podcasts. Um, also, you can listen to podcasts while mobile. I mean, you said driving, but mm-hmm. you can have earbuds, your phone's in your pocket, you can be moving around. A TV, you have your stationary, you're right, right near the TV. So that's another advantage to, uh, I could be out gardening and listening to a podcast. You could be doing anything else and listening to a anything. podcast. And so I think... I don't know about percentage of my consumption total, but I definitely spend a lot of active time listening to podcasts, especially um, I've developed, like, if you listen to a lot of podcasts um, and you're caught up on them, you sort of develop a schedule of, like, well, on Monday is these two, and Wednesday is these two, I gotta listen, so I'm caught up for next week. So, what portion? Probably, like... 99%. 100% of my media consumption. Maybe like 40. You know, I just, I spend a lot of time doing it, but not a lot of time thinking about that I'm doing it. Um, And podcasts also acted as sort of like a gateway to audiobooks for me. So both of those together are like unbeatable at this point in my life. But uh, I know that you have a lot of logged hours podcast listening. So what about you? I do. So I, I, kind of uh, mentioned this earlier, Pocket Casts keeps a sickening amount of stats on you. So I looked it up. I have, since November 2017, which is apparently when I turned on tracking for this app, I have listened to 146 days of podcasts, and I've skipped five days and 13 hours of ads. So the podcasting app has a little fast-forward button to skip ahead 30 seconds. I like that they record that stat. I like that, too. So I've saved five days and 13 hours since 2017. Which is much more podcast time. Yeah, which I filled with more more, podcasts. (laughs) Uh, So that averages out, I think, if I did my math correctly, I could be wrong, to about an hour and 30 minutes a day. For, since 2017. 2017. Wow. Actually, that's not so bad. That's That's a little bit each day if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, like you, my my podcasting listening habits, I almost... almost always am doing something while I'm listening to a podcast. I was just trying to think of a time I would just be sitting and listening to a podcast and you would be a crazy person right. if you told me that is how you listen to podcasts. Just staring off into the distance, just, yeah, listening just to a podcast. sitting in your, your reading chair, staring out the window. <laughs> no one does that. If you do that, it's fine. But no one does that. So... I guess it's not crazy. It's not a crazy amount of time to be listening to something while you're doing something else, because um, I do listen in the car. I listen when I'm doing the dishes, cooking. You know. But yeah, honestly, video games too. Like I, it's I. 
podcast has has become such a part of my my life and my media consumption that it's started to influence the other media that I consume. So like video games, for instance, I will choose video games that I know will require less of my mental <laughs> attend like attention span or much of my mental bandwidth um, over games that do require all of my attention if I know I can listen to a podcast while playing it. So like. I don't know, a game, like, I'm playing a game now that requires 100% of my attention. Like, so it's no a very podcast. involved game. I cannot listen to a podcast yeah. or I'll lose a story beat or something. And it, I'm a, like, it's adding a little bit to, like, anxiety. Like, I could be listening to a podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> These are valuable podcast hours I'm losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird. It has influenced, like, and I don't watch any TV anymore. Like, basically at all. Right. Um, and that, I'm wondering now if that's part of podcast. Like, has podcasts just replaced TV for me because I can be doing something else while listening to a podcast? It makes a lot of sense, and it can fill the sort of the same role in your entertainment, especially because yeah. of the amount of like types of podcast genres there are. Like, it's basically like listening to TV. It's like old time radio. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I don't know. There's something about podcasts that I really. It just reminds me of like hanging out with my friends like that's this is what like my friends and I would do growing up we would just sit in a room you know before we could like drive anywhere or do an even after we could do that we would just hang out and make fun of one another and just make do bits and uh I don't know I've, I've they talk about like parasocial relationships right. with with your podcast hosts and it's definitely a thing like I'm I'm super guilty of it um but yeah there's it's like sitting in with like your friends and, and listening to them kind of just jibe and no, it's just, it's comforting. There's definitely a comfort to it. That's an interesting, I think that's one of the benefits to it as like a, a, a media type that you don't get from the other ones. Like, you know, usually on TV or in a movie or something, you know, you're watching something acted in front of you and you know that it's a performance. But with a podcast, a lot of it is really organic. And like, you know, we're, you and I are just sitting here having a conversation and a third person is listening and it's like they're a silent partner in the conversation. So it's very comforting and welcoming in a way that other kinds of media is not, and I think that's why people like them so much. So that actually just, I have a question based on that. How much of, of your podcast are scripted versus mm. unscripted? Because most of the stuff I listen to, with the exception of one or two, are completely unscripted, either conversational or improv, improv or news, current event stuff. They're not a narrative. They're not fiction. I would say that I very rarely am able to get into a fictional podcast, and I'm not sure why. Uh, I think I'm really not sure why, uh, especially if I'm doing an activity and listening to the podcast. I feel like it requires too much attention, which I think sounds bad. It's very That's very millennial of me. But uh, there's been a few where I've made the effort to listen to them and get so drawn into the story that I... I have to listen to it and I've really enjoyed them but I think maybe it's because of there's the distinction in my mind of like um, an audiobook versus a podcast yeah. and I don't go to a podcast for a story I look for a conversation or a joke or um, something more nebulous yes so I like narrative fictional podcasts but has to be really good for me to get into it yeah it starts getting too close like you said to audiobooks where and I, I don't want to like poo-poo podcasters, but, you know, novelists are very good at doing one thing. They're right. good at storytelling. Podcasters are kind of, you have to wear many hats. So I, they're more specialized in audiobooks. So if I'm looking for like a good story, 
a podcast is generally not where I'm going to go first. I'm going to be thinking audiobooks. So sometimes the mood hits you just right, though, and you find one that you're like, okay, I can yeah. I can dig into this. I, I'm very I'm speaking very broadly because there are a few narrative podcasts that I have been found more rewarding than many audiobooks. Do you have any in particular that you think our listeners would enjoy? Well, it's funny you should mention that. I do, as a matter of fact. Let me just... I have like five pages of notes. Let me just go to that that note. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is... It's called The Adventure Zone. It's uh, the McElroy mm, yes. brothers who are famous podcasters. Now, it started as a Dungeons & Dragons podcast where it was just a live play. They the, the bro- It's three brothers and their dad playing Dungeons & Dragons. And that's fine. It's hilarious. They're very, very funny. But they did one season maybe two seasons, where they stopped doing D&D and they played a different game called Monster of the Week, which is kind of like an X-Files sort of theme to it. You know, it's, it's like more investigative, a little darker in tone, more grounded in reality. But still not, a tabletop Not high game. fantasy, still a tabletop game. So they, they did one or two seasons, call, they called it uh, Amnesty, I believe is what it's called, where they played this separate game. And it is one of the best... It, it, the story is so engaging. I believe Griffin was the brother who who, dungeon, who was the dungeon master. He he was the storyteller, and the other two brothers and the father were characters that they were you know the, the characters in the story. Sure. And the the story, if I remember it correctly, is kind of like an X Filesy sort of thing. It takes place in this weird town in uh, in like West Virginia, out in the in the woods. And there's all these weird occurrences that are happening with like cryptids and stuff starts, weird stuff starts happening. And, you know, it's, it's funny. I don't, it's very, they're still very funny, but they, they hit, they struck the perfect balance of, of being funny and being serious. And I think Griffin just, I don't know, he was just on a roll at that point in his life where his, his storytelling was just perfect and the, all the story arcs of all the characters were just beautiful. And I don't know, it really hit me, like, perfectly. Yeah, Adventure Zone Amnesty. And they've, they've gone back to doing D&D since then. Um, and I still tune in here and there, but uh, that was really the sweet spot for me. As someone who has, like, uh, for some reason actively avoided the Adventure Zone and the McElroys, you did really just sell that to me. It sounds a lot like a lot of fun. Would you say that you have to listen to any of the previous Adventure Zone to get a feel for them before Not at all. To it? Not at all. I, would, I wouldn't even recommend them to people, because they're they are a very specific taste. So I get why, you know, it's not, wouldn't be for you necessarily, but... Um, the way they structure the Adventure Zone is each season is a, they just start fresh with new characters, new everything. And this one, they really started fresh with a whole new game. Right. So, I don't know. It, if you like kind of like the X-Files kind of feel to it, and you're kind of curious. The McElroys are like huge in podcasting. Like they're, they're my brother, My Brother and now. Me, I think is their other show, right? Yes, My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is sort of like a quasi-advice podcast between the three brothers. And they do a bunch of others. I know Justin McElroy does one with his wife, who's a doctor, and they talk about medical stuff. Um, Griffin and Justin do a podcast called The Besties, which is a video game one, which I listen to, which is very funny. Um, so anyways, they do a lot of stuff. So if you're curious about what they're about, this might be a good place to, to start. And if you kind of jive with their, their humor, maybe you can kind of take it a little bit further. But that one, Amnesty was great, and it... What didn't overstay its welcome either. It was two seasons, maybe like 20 episodes at the most. 
and uh, yeah, it was really, really great. Um, how about you? Do you listen any narrative recommendations? I have one in particular that I that I really enjoyed back in the day that I listened to it. it it's not too old, but <clears throat> it was called Passenger List, and it's one of those ones that leans sort of more towards a um, audiobook style than a than a or sort of a radio show, and it's about. Um, this young woman, I think she's in college, played by um, Kelly Marie Tran, um, who I think was in one of the Star Wars movies, Rogue One. Kelly Marie Tran. Doesn't doesn't ring a bell, but I'll, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah. Rose, Rose is in The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, episodes eight and nine. So let me restart that sentence clean for you, Alex. Uh, it's starring Kelly Marie Tran, who is in the episode eight and nine of the Rose. recent Star Wars. Yes, Rose Tico. Uh, and that's her name, right? Rose. And <laughs> she plays a, uh, a young college student whose brother was on an airplane that disappeared. And uh, it's looked at as like a tragedy. Um, but she doesn't really accept that that's the true story of what happened. So she starts to investigate the plane's disappearance to find out what happened to her brother. Um, and it's got a few uh, guest stars like Patti LuPone, if you're a Broadway fan like I am, famously. She uh, appeared on an episode, and I believe there are actually two or three seasons, but it was just really good at, um, it had a great thriller tone of uh, creeping dread and built up like the mystery and the conspiracy of it all. Kelly Marie Tran's voice acting was great in it. She really... Um, She's a great on-screen actress, but she is so expressive through her voice, and it drew me into the story. Um, that's the thing about audiobooks as well. It could be a bad book, but if you have a good reader or a good person doing the narration, that can make the experience for you. So um, Passenger List is the name of that podcast, and I would I would recommend it if you like thrillers or narration. And let me check my notes. I don't know if some of these one other thing I'll, I'll just mention while you're looking up the other one is uh, one nice thing about the podcast narratives versus audiobooks or most audiobooks is because podcasts are you know a totally blank slate medium a lot of these narrative podcasts they'll have sound effects they'll have multiple actors coming in all they're they're free to do more than you could do with an audiobook or most people choose to do with an audiobook so um, the production quality can range from terrible to amazing with podcasts so that's that's one thing i i liked about some of the narrative ones that i listened to um i have another one that just came to mind but you you look like you're ready to go no, go ahead um another narrative one i listened to it's another role-playing game podcast these are some uh uh men and women from england i they're called garblag games <laughs> I don't know. I, I found them because of course I, was, they are. <laughs> I love Alien, the movie Alien. Like, I'm obsessed with Alien. And there's an Alien role playing game, and um, I don't have a chance to play it because I don't. I, all my friends live in another, another state, and it's hard to find people to play a role playing game, anyways. Um, so I, was, I wanted to hear people playing it. So I searched on my podcast app for Alien RPG, and these people popped up. And it's like a super high quality podcast. Uh, produced podcast so they're playing it but they put production value into it. yes they have sound effects they have background music uh all kinds of stuff so they really draw you in and um i listened to the first season only each season's like a standalone story um i listened to the only the first season and it was really great they did a 
whoever the dungeon master was did a great job. Uh, it was a very engaging story. It was just as good as any of the movies, if not better than mo most of them, probably. Um, and it was just really engaging because, like, you know, I don't know, maybe there's a trend that they're darker in nature. I don't know what your last topic is going to be, but um, I don't know. The, the sound effects and everything just added to the tension, and it was really engaging. So I, I think it's just called Garblag Games. That seems like a really good way to get into um, tabletop gaming if you either don't have people to play with or just aren't sure if it's for you because there's a lot of uh, really popular tabletop gaming, either like web series or podcasts, like Critical Role, I think, as well as a big one. Yeah, I had a, a whole section of my notes is podcasts that are popular that I do not listen to, mm. and Critical Role was the first bullet point in that list because they are hugely popular. I'm pretty sure a few people who work here listen to, to Critical so. Role. Matt Mercer, I believe is his name, is he's the dungeon master of that group, and they've exploded in popularity. They have comic books now, they have a television show on Amazon, they've, they've really blown up. There's a, they're always a big presence at uh, Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, um, and I think they probably have a lot of crossover fans because Matt Mercer, I know, maybe others as well in that group, are uh, voice actors for anime and video games, so I think that really helped blow them up and and now they're one of the yeah. major podcasts Matt mercer was a voice in a <clears throat> movie that just came out i can't it wasn't maybe it was it might have been the super mario one but i i don't know tori's going to going to do her I'm, research I'm, I'm on the clock as a librarian right now so while you're looking stuff up i have more facts let me just give you another uh, another fact here so podcast listeners by age you might find this interesting gen z has double the usage over any other age group 50% of people aged 12 to 34 listen to podcasts. thought that was pretty interesting. Um, podcast listen, the apps, the most popular apps, Spotify is the most popular. 33.7% of podcast downloads come from Spotify compared to 27.6% from Apple. And then the remainder is split up amongst 100 other podcast players. The other third-party apps. Wow, Apple taking a big fall after being a major player in the yeah. uh, the initial years. A lot years. of people associate podcasts with Apple. Well, they made the name. It was uh, originally iPod Broadcast. That's where the name podcast came from. And now iPods are not even a thing anymore. <laughs> uh, it looks like the movie that Matt Mercer was, was in was Resident Evil Death Island. And that wasn't the one I was thinking of, mm. but that is the most recent one, I think. Oh, you know what? I want to say it was the Dungeons and Dragons movie, or maybe the Super Mario Bros. movie. It doesn't matter. He's a very famous voice actor. He's in a lot of things. You've yeah. heard his voice, probably, if you hear voices. Um, another stat. We talked about listening to podcasts while doing something else. I had a stat here. 59% of people listen to podcasts while doing something else. Wow. So <laughs> almost 40%, more than 40% of listeners are, in our opinions, absolutely crazy. So if you're listening to this... You're really just just <laughs> listening and sitting. Just listening and sitting wow. or standing. I want to know what podcasts what they're listening to. What doing other things? Yeah. Can you go for a walk? Does that count as doing something else? Or if you're doing like a like knitting or something, you know, like a an activity where you're mostly listening. I really, I need to talk to these people. Something. I want to know more. You need to more. talk to these people. If you're one of those listeners, write in. My email address is mm -hmm. at the bottom in the uh, notes. Comment the below. Episode. Comment below. But don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> like, we listen to, we love you just as much like as our quote-unquote normal listeners. <laughs> uh, I did have another narrative podcast that I wanted to talk about. Um, it, it's not recent at all, but uh, 
if we have listeners that are just getting into podcasts, these are all great gateway podcasts. Um, there was one that I used to be a very big fan of called Welcome to Night Vale, um, which is still going to this day. And it started, I think, around the time that I started listening to podcasts back in the, the early 2010s. And it's a fictional podcast about a fictional town called Night Vale. Um, and the podcast is in the format of a radio broadcast done by a mysterious shadowy man named Cecil Baldwin and he is reporting on the happenings of the town and all of the happenings are um, unsettling I think is the word to describe (laughs) them there's comedic elements to it but it's all very um, creepy and I don't want to say spooky because spooky makes it sound a little more cartoonish but it's very um dark and shadowy and there's mysterious conspiracies and uh societies doing nefarious things in the background and there's through line plots but each episode does stand alone by itself and there's characters that appear and it's a very good example of um just like short form creative writing because every episode is just like 20 short stories in a radio broadcast and um atmospheric in a way that's really enjoyable Maybe don't listen to it at night when you're by yourself, but uh, very good podcast. Yeah, it's been on my radar for a while, and that's another podcast that has gotten so big they've moved into other media. They have several books yes. that are based in the Night Vale community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're books of short stories, or they, I think, and one of them might be a novel, if I remember correctly. I think one of them is a novel, and they frequently now do um, live show tours, which um, I think they were one of the first at least one of the first non-comedy podcasts that really got into touring and live shows and they put on a really good live show with live music and performances it's a fun time yeah a lot of podcasts that's how they're making some money now um you know i mean advertising is the primary way podcasts make their money patreon is becoming a more and more popular route for some podcasters um you know putting podcasts behind a paywall or having bonus episodes behind a paywall um, but going live tours, I know you've seen Comedy Bang Bang live recently. Mm-hmm. Is there any other podcasts you've seen live? I've seen Comedy Bang Bang live and um, Welcome to Night Vale live both uh, several times. I've seen um, Freedom live, which is a spinoff of Comedy Bang Bang, as well as um, Paul F. Tompkins had a, a podcast a few years ago that's no longer that I've seen him do live. Spontaneation. Spontaneation, yes. He, he took that on a live tour. Pretty much anything with Paul F. Tompkins in it, I will go see live if he comes here. That w- uh, so that kind of ties into my next question is, how do you discover new podcasts? Mm. And one of the, the ways that I discover new podcasts is by following podcasters through other podcasts that they do. Paul F. Tompkins sure. being the prime example. He's one of my favorite human beings. I think he's one of the funniest people on the planet. And he is has dozens of podcasts he i think at this point he will go on any podcast he he's made podcasting like a profession yeah he he yeah like you said he'll be a guest on any podcast it seems like <laughs> and i'll go i'll listen to that podcast just to get my daily hit of paul f tompkins mm-hmm. um so he's one person i follow so I, I listen to him he's a regular on comedy bang bang freedom like you mentioned that's a regular that i listen to and he has several podcasts that have kind of retired, but you can still go out and listen to them. They're kind of evergreen. They don't, they're not like topical or anything. Um, one is Spontaneous Nation, like you mentioned. 
The other is the uh, Pod F Tomcast. That was <laughs> I was going to mention that one in my um, favorite canceled podcast or not canceled, but favorite podcasts that are no there longer. Seems to be. Yes, I have such fond memories of this. Was back when I lived in Newport and I, I worked at a restaurant and I'd get out at like eleven eleven thirty. I'd come home. I'd go immediately take have to take my dog out for a walk. And I'd be walking through downtown Newport in the middle of the night with my dog, listening to Pod F Tomcast. Mm. And the the podcast, I don't know, have you ever listened to it? I've heard part of one episode, I think, but I never got into it. It's it's the perfect podcast to listen to while you're walking around a city at night. Because it's a very, it's basically just him monologuing for about a half an hour. And it has like, not eerie background music, but like... Like it's hard to describe. Like ambient kind of music, it's very like low energy, but he's still very funny. And he'll he'll have um, oh, I'm blanking on her name, but he has one woman who comes back and, and is a recurring character. I don't know. It was just that I just have such strong memories of, of listening to that that uh, I I really miss that. Brings podcast. you back to that place in time. Yeah, if it ever came back, I would. I'm still subscribed to it. So the minute he releases a new episode, I'll be the first it. to know. Um, yeah, so going back to the previous question, sorry, I went on a little tangent there. Uh, how do you discover new podcasts? I know it's it's hard to discover new stuff because podcasts, I feel, are, per, I don't know if personal is the right word, but it's weird to, like, recommend a podcast to somebody oh, yeah. because it's it's a you're listening to one person talk for so long that it's a very, like, intimate kind of um, experience almost. So it's kind of weird to, like, you should... Spend an hour with this one person, you know? Do you have a method that you use to, to find new ones? So I there's podcasters that I that I like, so I'll listen to other podcasts that they're on. That's one way. So Scott Arkerman, he does a bunch of podcasts. He's the host of Comedy Bang Bang. Um, so I'll listen to stuff that he goes on, podcasts that he starts. Paul Up Tompkins, like we said. Lauren Lapkus is the third member of Freedom. She's a hilarious improv comedian who's has great characters on Comedy Bang Bang. Um, she also has a podcast called Newcomers, which is very funny, with Nicole Byer, who's another famous comedian, actress. And they, the, the premise of that podcast is neither of them are nerds, but they each season they watch every movie in a very nerdy uh, property. fandom, yeah. property. So they did, like, the first season was Star Wars, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Then they did Lord of the Rings. Then they did Marvel for, like, three seasons. And then they just go on and on. I think they're doing Batman I now. I think they are. Um, but it's so funny because they just... Those are all franchises, with the exception of Marvel, that I love. Like, to my core, love. And they hate them. Like, hate them. They despise these movies. And it's so funny listening to them have to sit through these three-hour-long nerd-fest movies and just rag on them and make fun of all the things that I love. I don't know. It's just... They just do it in a way that does not irritate me at all. It's their just, sense of humor makes up for the, yes. the fact that they hate it. I just love that they pick apart, and they're right about everything <laughs> they say, so it makes it even funnier. They just make fun of, like, I don't know. And they're both, like, they get obsessed with, like, the most minute details of these movies. Like, they, I think they were obsessed with Chewbacca, and, like, they would only care about scenes <laughs> that Chewbacca was in, for instance, and yeah. stuff like that. It's just very, very funny to get, like, a completely different perspective on these things that I know so well from an outsider, just me, and they're all funny. They're comedians, right. so it's just so funny to listen to them just rag on it. One other person I want to mention is Matt Gorley. Yeah. Oh, the king of podcasting. The king of podcasting. Matt Gorley is 
one of the sweetest, funniest people in more than just podcasting, probably the world. I, I will listen to every podcast he is in, and he is in most of my favorite podcasts. The, the ones that he is actively in now, he has dozens of podcasts that he's started. Most of them are, are defunct now, but um, my favorite of his is called With Gorley and Rust. It's him and Paul Rust, who's another actor, comedian. Um, comedy kind of, Bang Bang Regular. Comedy Bang Bang Regular. It's, it's, they just describe it as what's called a cozy cast. These episodes are regularly over three hours long. Oh, my God. They record them often on a porch sipping tea or coffee. Sometimes they record it in parks so you can hear, like, birds chirping in the background. And they, so it's, that's the setting. And they're both, like, sweethearts. All they talk about is just how much they, like, they just are constantly complimenting one another. It's, like, such a good vibe. The way you're setting this up and what I know their subject matter to be are so incongruous to each other. (laughs) So that's, that's the setting, right? Mm -hmm. Very laid back, complimentary. They're both like just the sweetest buttery people. Like you just want to spend the day with them. And they just talk about horror movies, specifically slasher movies. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. I'm not even a huge fan of slasher movies. But they love them, right? They're obsessed. They are obsessed. They know every detail, all the backstories. They both work in Hollywood, so they know like, you know, everything you can imagine. And it's just so that's like a podcast I will put on and, and play a video game or something at the end of the day and just hang out with, with Gorley and Rust. They talk about Friday the 13th Part 8 for three hours, sipping tea in a park while I'm, you know, adventuring, doing my own thing. So, I don't know. That's a great one. Um, I feel like I've been talking for like 15 minutes straight. Do, I, you, have, do you have a favorite Matt Gorley I podcast? I do have. I, I've enjoyed some Matt Gorley podcasts and one that is actually a crossover between him and some other um, podcast favorites, but there was one that ran for a long time and, and they still do additional episodes occasionally called Super Ego, which was sort of like a audio variety show where they would have like reoccurring segments of characters in zany situations or um, just, just like an old time radio show um, with a bunch of really close friends that are also improvers so it's always very funny and matt gorley would do i believe all of the audio editing the foley work and put in all the sound effects to make it sound like a like a really professional broadcast it's just a bunch of friends having a good time doing characters um and he also had a podcast called i believe i was there too yep that's still active you still doing that one Mm -hmm. that is a great podcast where he goes and talks to um actors sometimes character actors who were in very famous movies uh about their experience being in the movie and again just a really relaxing vibe when he's talking to them yeah he's a great interviewer Mm -hmm. he actually i think he has his phd or something in acting or film or something so he teaches as well so he really knows his stuff um but yeah he has some great interviews i'm trying to think of some good ones he's had on recently one of my favorite episodes, because I love Aliens, is he had um, um, Private Vasquez from Aliens, if you know her. She was on it, and she talked about um, you know, all of her experience with Aliens. So I love getting that behind-the-scenes stuff. It, it was great. And he had um, uh, Ned Bryerson from Groundhog Day. Like, Ned? Ned Bryerson. You've never seen... Have you seen I've Groundhog Day? I've never seen Day? Groundhog Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listeners, you 
you, you know what I'm talking about. So the next episode is going to be the Groundhog Day episode. It's right. it's not the stars of films, but it's people you know from films you've seen, but maybe don't know their name. And he interviews them and, and tries to get like behind the scenes on the movies, and it's they're all great. Um, I have one other Matt Gorley one, if I can mention another Matt Gorley. This one is not really active anymore, but they had maybe three or four amazing seasons and then stopped doing it. I think they stopped because of the pandemic, if I remember correctly. Um, so they, they're not really active anymore, but it's, it was called Pistol Shrimps Radio. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Here's the concept. Matt Gorley and Mark McConville, both improv comedians. Both on Super Ego. Both on Super Ego. Don't know a lick about basketball, but they set up in the stands of a rec league basketball in California, like in a YMCA, and it's Matt Gorley's wife is on the team, so they, they follow... The team is called Pistol Shrimps Radio. I'm doing a terrible job. I believe his wife is the, the actress and comedian, perhaps, Amanda Lund? That's his wife, yes. I think? Mm-hmm. So they basically live comment... comment commentate? What's the word? You know what okay. I'm saying, Z. Um, the basketball game, a women's rec league basketball league, every single game of the season, and it is so funny because they don't take commercial breaks, so they just have to talk over a YMCA basketball game live in the crowd, and it is so funny. Um, highly, highly recommended. They're, I think they did about four seasons, um, and it's still technically active. They do like one episode every year, just as like a mailbag episode. But it's really funny because they're answering mail in the order they received it. So the mail they're answering is like from like... A year ago. More, like four or five years ago. (laughs) And they'll get questions like, I'm going to Disney World next week. What should I do? And (laughs) it's just so funny that they're like, well, probably getting this a little late. But uh, so that's a really good one. Pistol Shrimps Radio. I think this one was also notable when it first started because the the Pistol Shrimps basketball team had a lot of celebrities on it. The, a lot of It was a women's basketball team. Most notably, Aubrey Plaza played on it. Yeah. So they were playing, and it was a sensation. And then they were doing the podcast, and it was a sensation. Um, There's actually a documentary about uh, called Pistol Shrimps Radio or Pistol Shrimps. Uh, it's on Canopy. So if you are a Save a Library patron, you can watch it on Canopy right now. And it follows... It's not really about Matt Gorley. He's featured in it, but it's um, about the, the team itself. And uh, I've been listening to since the beginning, and I never heard mention of Aubrey Plaza until the documentary. And oh, they wow. kind of made her like the central figure because she's a, you know probably the biggest celebrity on the team. So I don't know how much she was involved on the team. Maybe it was like a fictionalized way to sell the movie. I, I, I think she played at least one game. She must have. Yeah, she must have. Um, but anyways, Matt Gorley is another person I follow. So... Yeah, I listen to podcasters to find new podcasts, and then the rest of it, it's really just word of mouth. Mm. Um, How about you? How do you discover new podcasts? How do I discover new podcasts? Um, So something that is, I think, different about you and I in terms of our podcast consumption, we we talked a lot so far about some that we have in common or um, some podcasters that we have in common, but I think a lot of the podcasts that we listen to are very, very different in style. And one type of podcast that I love to listen to are podcasts that are recapping reality shows that are currently on television. Uh, And then 
as I start to watch new reality shows, because reality TV is one of my great passions in this life, um, I will look up a podcast to go along with it because uh, I guess it makes it sort of like you're watching it with somebody else and you get to hear their opinions and you're like, oh, I thought that too. Um, so that's how I got into some of my most uh, most listened to podcasts at the moment, which would be like, uh, I watched The Bachelor, or sometimes I don't watch The Bachelor, but I always listen to a podcast called Roca- Rosecast, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, they advertise it as um, the number one Bachelor recap pa- podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. And it's hosted by these two guys from Iowa, Rim and AB. Uh, one of them is a dad and has a bunch of kids. And one of them is just, he's AB. And they started watching The Bachelor, um, and they've been friends since they were kids. And they just give their opinions on The Bachelor. Sometimes they will compare it to wrestling because they're both really into uh, the WWE and wrestling. Uh, sometimes they'll compare it to basketball because they're both really into the NBA. But they both have really, they have a really good rapport between them and they're both really funny. And it's not who you would normally expect to be a fan of The Bachelor. So um, because of that, in terms of discovering new podcasts, they have a pretty big audience so they began their own patreon podcast a, a paywalled podcast called more rim and ab for people who wanted to hear more from them every week um so i subscribe to that through their patreon and that's my favorite podcast and i listen to them every week and they just talk about whatever they want to talk about they do a movie of the month everyone watches it and discusses it they'll talk about other reality shows like the challenge or survivor or big brother um AB gets into things like soap and coffee and will do his own commentary on soap and coffee and Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. So listening to a podcast can definitely uh, uh, splinter off into a whole network of podcasts that you listen to. Um, Another reality show podcast I really like to listen to is, oh, geez, please hold so you mentioned network of podcasts. So this is kind of not a new development, but over the past few years, podcasts have started to kind of conglomerate into conglomerate. I am just my vocabulary is shot on this episode, uh, like congeal into like networks. Now they're starting to like combine their forces yes. so they can share guests and things like that. So that's another way of discovering podcasts. Just wanted to mention that. You might like HeadGum is a whole network of podcasts. You might like stumble on one HeadGum podcast and realize, oh, these people that I like on this episode are in these episodes, these other shows a lot. Oh, they're in the same network. So then you can kind of... Or the production style of it you might like yeah. if you want to hear something They try to similar. group them by sort of similar taste. Yes. Earwolf is another very popular network. May it rest for... peace. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I guess they're kind of splintering off into other things They now. got purchased by, um, I believe, Sirius... XM. Yes. And now are are no longer a network in in the traditional sense. But go on. Yes. Bachelor um, and then my my reality show podcast. Um another one I really like to listen to is Race Chasers, uh which is a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast hosted by two former contestants, uh Alaska and Willem, and uh they recap every season of Drag Race and because they are actively drag queens, they're friends with or know everyone who ends up being on the show so sometimes you get behind the scenes info you get some spoilers that maybe you're not supposed to hear about so uh i really i like to listen to a reality show podcast so that's a great way for me to discover new ones and um i can definitely see the appeal of that of like it's like you know 
ramping up your enjoyment of a show even more because you get like a little bit more of it. You know, you can get behind the scenes stuff. That's um. What's the host gonna think about this episode? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah it's I can very, definitely see the appeal of that for sure. It sort of improves the experience of of the show you're watching. Exactly. By having somebody else to comment on it that you can't wait to hear what they have to say. I mean, a lot of shows are, are starting to do this now too. Like mm. uh, The Walking Dead, I think is the first one that I remember doing this. The it's talking like Dead. Talking Dead, yeah, where they'd kind of like recap the episode that just came out and kind of do like a lot of fan theory stuff and I know like that kind of took off on its own thing too and The Bachelor probably has their own official podcast they had too. several at one point yeah yeah but uh it's probably better to be a little bit removed from like the official channel you want to get some like uncut takes on on what's going on a lot of times if it's like an officially sanctioned podcast you don't get the real opinions you know you get the company man saying what they want people <laughs> yeah. to think about Wasn't the show great folks don't you agree with everything yeah. that happened on that episode <laughs> Uh, so I, I like to be We all know The like, Bachelor never gets into hot water ever, so... They're going to be married forever, and we all believe that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to be like one degree of separation removed from, from the production of the show, I think. I kind of lost our train of thought, but I have... Let me just throw out some more facts to fill in until we can <laughs> get back on the rails. So as of 2020, the top three podcast genres by popularity are comedy, true crime, and social slash cultural. I think technically we are social slash cultural podcast. Okay. Um, so I think that's just, I would ha- if I had to guess, social slash cultural is like news and politics, if I had to guess. That well, I have would... a question for you uh, sure. based off of that stat, um, because those are two of the, we, we hit one of those genres with the comedy we both love. Uh, and I think between us, we also both have the true crime and the news podcasts covered. Um, but don't listen to any true crime. And I don't listen to any news, but I think you listen to news and I listen to true crime, yes? For sure. Yes. Yeah. So um, as someone who doesn't listen to any news podcasts, what what do you recommend as like a, a way to get into that? Boy. So podcasting, because it is such an easy medium to get into, has all of the problems that social media has and anything else, you know. So I don't I, – I hesitate to say – Get your news from podcasts. Mm. That being said, I get almost all of my news from <laughs> podcasts, but I subscribe to a lot of NPR, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, uh, Vox, I think is like probably the craziest I get, uh, like off the beaten path. So, you know, I go kind of straight down the middle. Known entities. Known entities. I'm not going, I don't, I don't go off the beaten path. I'm not getting my news from anything that's not like quadruple sourced. So, yeah, in terms of, like, news podcasts, I can recommend a few. Um, so if you don't want to listen, just plug your ears for a second. Uh, the big ones are The Daily from New York Times. It's a daily podcast, usually pretty short episodes about a, something that's going on right now in the news. They go into it a little more in depth. That's a great one. NPR, Poli- NPR Politics Podcast, same thing. It's a daily, epi- daily episode, usually 15 minutes dealing with specifically U.S. politics, something that's going on right now. Today Explained by Vox, another one, daily podcast, usually a little bit longer, 30 to 40 minutes. I don't listen to that every day. I kind of pick and choose on what's, if the topic is something of interest to me or not. Uh, The Weeds is another fantastic podcast. It's another Vox podcast where they go really in the weeds on a topic, longer, maybe an hour, hour plus. 
Um, that's another one I definitely pick and choose, even more pickier and choosier, because I don't want to spend an hour listening about something that I'm not interested in. Um, and then the last one is The Ezra Klein Show, New York Times. Again, this is another one that comes out uh, maybe twice a week, if I remember correctly, but he really hammers down on one specific topic for an hour, has great guests on. Ezra Klein is uh, very well, he does a lot of research on this topic. He's, he's a great interviewer. So again, that one's something I kind of pick and choose based on the topics. But those are my, those are my main ones. I do subscribe to other ones, but those are like even more pickier and choosier. So those are like my main politics news feed. Very cool. Yeah. Did you cover your true, true crime. crime yet? No. Okay. Let's get into true crime. Okay. Um, would you like to ask me an intro question? Sure. Um, so true crime, I think, kind of blew up around one podcast that mm. everyone knows what I'm about to say. We don't even have to name it. We don't even have but to we name will. it. They invented podcasts, according to a lot of people. Serial. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also the first podcast to win a Peabody Award. Fun fact. Um, so that's what I associate true crime with. Sure. I don't know anything about true crime podcasts. I just know they're extremely popular. And if I had to guess, they're all trying to do what Serial did because Serial was a phenomenon. Right. So, intro question. Am I right? <laughs> I... Sure. I, I, I think... That a, is all. Next. <laughs> Let's take a, go to a break. I think at, at one point people were trying to make the next cereal, including the company that made cereal. But it's definitely exploded way beyond that and become its own sort of monster, um, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, And even though I I have been known to enjoy many a true crime podcast, I like to be very careful and very um, selective about the ones that I do listen to because I think um, there's some problematic elements to true crime as a as a concept both books and podcasts whatever you enjoy because uh, it is it can get a little bit exploitative of um, the victims of the crimes sure. if it's the ones that are murder or um, you know sort of put a spotlight on criminals and their acts and um, glorify them rather than highlighting the victims and telling their stories so i like true crime podcasts but i like to try to find ones where it's very respectful of the the subject um which at the time it felt like serial was i enjoyed it and i listened to it in real time uh, as it was blowing up which was i think part of the reason why it was such a moment was um the collective feeling like the water cooler talk about about serial and do you think he did it and what do you think they're going to find out next um which is a big aspect of the true crime you go you go to work and you say I just listen to this can you guys believe that this happened um so i think that it, it started out as trying to be more of serial and now it's its own thing but um there are a few true crime podcasts that i would recommend that people listen to i've listened to some real duds and some real messed up ones but there's some that i think are worth the time um there's one in particular that i listen to that is called in the dark um, made by American Public Media, and it's hosted by a journalist named Madeline ba- uh, Barron. And there's two seasons that are the, the main seasons that I would recommend. Um, season one was about the uh, kidnap and murder of a, a kid named Jacob Wetterling from Minnesota. So some people uh, have a tough time when it's about children, so 
skip that season maybe if you do but she really focused on the kidnapping of this kid and then how the investigation was botched and how that um made it impossible for them to save the kid and uh the the crime itself happened in the 80s but the podcast is from the 2010s um so you know she had to do a lot of deep digging a lot of traveling in order to really investigate this case and what happened um so it's a really interesting listen and she put a lot of time and thought into it and then the second season which i think i liked even more than the first um was about uh, a man named curtis flowers who in the 90s was convicted of shooting and killing some people in a furniture store and uh Throughout the years, he had uh, a ton of trials and retrials because he was uh, given the death sentence, I believe. And um, he kept having hung juries or something that went wrong during his trial that kept him on the death row. So um, this podcast investigated um, the issues that there were with jury selection and racial bias and all of his time in the legal system um, and how it affected his family for him to be away for so long and sort of followed and spearheaded his case in the modern day. Um, and when it's real life, I don't think you can give spoilers, so I will say he was released from jail and the podcast followed that story as well. And it was just really well done. She moved to the town that he was from to get to know the people and wow. and find out what happened at the time and who knew what and why did people say certain things to the police that may have helped or harmed the case. And it's a really great example of true crime, like holistically looking at what happened and how were people affected by it rather than just being like, wow, can you believe this crazy serial killer? Which I think is uh, what you want to see from this genre instead of of glorifying a serial killer. So uh, that's the In the Dark podcast that I would highly recommend anyone listen to. Very cool. So getting back to like where our interests diverge a little bit. Well, we're still there. (laughs) So I don't listen to true crime. I don't watch reality TV really or at all. Um, but one thing I, I am interested in is, is video games. If you listen to this podcast, you know that already. Um, so there are a few video game podcasts I listen to, which I know you don't listen to. Um, I already mentioned the besties. They're okay. Um, but tri- Triple Click, which I know I think Tim listens to, our, our assistant director, they're very good. It's um, Kirk Hamilton, Maddie Myers, and Jason Schreier. They're all video game writers. They're, they put a lot of thought into video games, like deep thought not just cursory enter as as more as like they're trying to analyze it as if it was a movie or anything else they're putting as much thought into it as any other art form so it's nice getting like that kind of perspective on it but my favorite this might be my favorite podcast right now that i'm enjoying it's called get played oh yes um it's heather ann campbell who is a writer for uh one of these cartoon shows that everyone likes i want to say rick and morty but i don't know Anyways, she's a writer, comedian, very, very funny. Nick Weiger, who is a... I'm not sure what he does, but he's in a lot of podcasts. That's a great question. He might just be a professional podcaster at this point. Again, super, super funny. And uh, the third host is Matt Apodaca, who I think started as a podcast uh, producer, engineer. Still is one for And for still is for a Earwolf. Few. Yes. And, and this is him in front of the mic. Um, and it's just them talking about video games they're all hilarious hilarious uh 
and I don't know, I, this, I came onto them late, so I went back, I started listening to all their back catalog, and I don't know, they're just really, really funny. I really, I, my taste in video games aligns with, with Nick Weiger a lot, so I like getting his perspective, like I, I like his taste of games, so his recommendations I, I weigh a little bit more than the others. But uh, Heather Ann Campbell is such a unique character. I, I can't, <laughs> she's kind of like, so there's a game that I talked about in, the episode, in a previous episode called Elden Ring. This is a game, it's a hardcore role-playing game, like intense, very difficult, probably not a game that I gravitate towards naturally, but Heather was raving about it, and it's a game that she was very much into. She's very much into like action, hard video games. So the whole time I'm playing Elden Ring, I'm thinking of her, like I'm the, she's like the kind of like the devil on my shoulder, like, you know, be more aggressive, go after this thing, go after, so I'm like, I'm kind of like had her as like the little devil on my shoulder the whole time I was playing this game, and I finished it. Like, this is like a notoriously difficult game, and I finished it. I'm, I'm patting myself on the back right now. Like, this is an accomplishment. So it's interesting getting like all their different perspectives, and Matt Apodaca is my age. He grew up, so his references are all things that I, I kind of get. Uh, Heather Ann Campbell and Nick Wagner are a little bit older than I am. So I don't know, the three of them, it's just a perfect dynamic. They're all very funny. They do lots of bits, which I love. So I don't know, I just go listen to them. If you, if you like comedy and you like video games, you should definitely give them a listen. I've been tempted to listen to that show even as somebody who's not into video games just because I know the three of them are so funny. Um, both, I think all three of them actually have been on Comedy Bang Bang. Everything comes back to Comedy Bang they Bang. Have, yeah. um, and Matt Apodaca is, is hilarious. Um, and Nick Weiger, uh, I think it's worth mentioning, uh, talk about podcasts that I've never listened to, but I know a lot about. Uh, the Doughboys podcast that he does with... Never listened to it myself. A guy named Mitch. I hate that I forgot his last name. I just know him as Mitch, too. Mike Mitchell. Mike, Mike, Mike Mitchell. And it's a podcast where they... I can't believe they've been doing this for so long, but they will just go and try the foods that fast food restaurants have and then talk about them. And they have done all of the fast food restaurants multiple times. And but they're it's, extremely popular. It's a very popular They've been podcast. on the Today Show. They've mm-hmm. been, like, everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, heavy hitters in podcasting, these the, the get-played people. I, I'd never listened to anything from Nick Weiger or Heather Ann Campbell before trying get-played, and now they're, like, two of my favorite people. Like, they're hilarious. And they're, that widens your podcast network, because exactly. now you follow them to a new podcast. Exactly. That's how it works. Um yeah, I mean, they do talk about video games a lot. It's a video game podcast, but they do so many bits. So you can get something out of it if you aren't really into video games. It's kind of like uh, another podcast that we both listen to, The Flagrant Ones. Yes. Which is ostensibly a basketball podcast, but they probably talk about basketball for like 15% of the episode. It's just a lot of bits, a lot of tangents, um, and they're hilarious. It's uh, Hayes Davenport. Sean Clements. Sean Clements and Carl Tart. They're just... I don't even know how to describe them. It's no one's sure if they're doing characters or not. Um, very sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, two of those are the hosts of another podcast that we both listen to called Hollywood Handbook, um, which is actually a podcast that I don't think I'd ever recommend to anyone. But Same. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite podcasts and one I will never... I can't recommend. Don't to listen to it, but uh, similar... Um, cast of characters on there yes uh, carl tart it's on an nbc show i think right now the grand um, crew grand which crew. may have just been canceled oh no rip grand crew sorry rip. carl sorry carl we love you <laughs> i'm gonna keep listening to the flagrant <laughs> Shout ones out to carl. <laughs> uh 
so something that I would ask you, as I'm, I think we probably are getting to the end of our time, uh, is, you know, we've talked about a lot of different genres of podcasts and our favorite topics of podcasts. Are there any that we have that you haven't been able to talk about because um, they haven't fit into one of our categories that we've thought of so far? So any last last minute recommendations that you would give? Recommendations? Not really. We've covered a lot of what I listen to. Um, I guess kind of. I listen to a lot of like movie podcasts too. Um, Scott hasn't seen, which is Scott Ackerman and Sean Diston, another very funny person, and they just watch movies and review them. Um, and then there's another one with Scott Ackerman, you talking you two to me, or are you talking R E M R E me, or are you talking R H C P R E me? It changes season to season, where they kind of review an entire band's discography. And Mostly it's, it's Scott Ackerman and, and uh, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec and other things. Torque. Um, what is he from? Torque. Torque? What's yeah. that? A bit Edit. from the... <laughs> Edit point. It's from the podcast. Um, but it's really funny because they, you know, it's ostensibly, it's another episode, a podcast that's like ostensibly about, uh, I think even their tagline is like the comprehensive encyclopedic compendium of all things U2 or R.E.M. or Red Hot Chili Peppers or whatever band they're reviewing. I think they did a Talking Heads one, right? They did a Talking Heads. Are you talking Talking Heads to me? To me, yeah, something like that. But they always go off on huge tangents and they just make fun of one another and it's hilarious. Um, But there is one podcast that that stemmed from called Analyze Fish. Mm. This podcast was Scott Arkeman and Harris Whittles, who was a writer for Parks and Recreation, um, it's the same premise. It's it's uh, about the band Fish, where Harris Whittles loved the band Fish. He followed them around the country, and he was a fish head. And it was him trying to convince Scott Arkerman to like the band, who hated Fish. That was the premise for the show. I think they have about 30 episodes. But the reason it's one of my all-time favorite podcasts ever, and it's going to be hard to pass pass it, is the... I think of it as a, a mini-series, so I, I'm, I'm, spoiling, I'm spoiling something, if so, just pa- skip ahead 15 seconds if you don't want to hear this. Harris Whittles died of a drug overdose, and you can kind of see his whole journey into how that happens throughout the podcast, of course, over the course of the, I want to say, 30 episodes or something. Um, so you, you, it's, that arc is very interesting. He's a hilarious person, so it's... So tragic that we lost him, um, but the po- I mean the episodes he gave us are some of the funniest moments in podcast. Such an amazing presence on any podcast. Yeah. Just the the way that his mind worked. He was also a writer on Parks and Rec, I believe. Yeah, I said yeah. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's such a great podcast, and, and it's thirty episodes, give or take. It's so it's a perfect mini series. Like you don't have to commit to like I have to listen to this for years and years to come. You know there's an ending to it. It's a tragic ending, but um, it, there are so many great moments along the way, and you don't have to like the band Fish to listen to it. As a matter of fact, I think the opposite happens where Scott convinces Harris Whittles to hate Fish by the end of it, or at least admit that they are a joke. The tables have turned. Yeah. So. And Scott ends up actually liking it by the end. So they kind of flip roles. So that's another interesting part of it, too. So I don't know. That's kind of like, I can't, it's hard to categorize. So I guess that would be my answer to your question. How about you? What are, what are your podcasts that, um, in your uh, miscellaneous category? There's just so many uh, good ones. 
Uh, I think one that I would recommend um, talking about narrative podcasts, which I don't listen to many, but um, there was one that I really enjoyed from uh, a few years ago called This Sounds Serious. uh, And it was sort of a a comedic parody podcast of true crime podcasts. So if you're into true crime, this sort of was a send up of that. Uh, There were three seasons and each season, uh, a journalist named Gwen Gwen Radford did a deep dive into a different crime where she would go and speak to the people involved. Season one was um, the murder of a famous local weatherman. Season two, there was a woman that went missing and then a bank robbery across the country. Perhaps they are connected somehow. And season three was about a Hollywood movie um, that was never made. It was like the most expensive Hollywood movie never made and the con man who took everyone's money and ran. Um, But she's a bad journalist and uh, the characters are not serious at all. And if, if you're a fan of that genre of like investigative journalism, the way that they nailed the tropes and the editing, the music cues and the sound effects is just so good. And it's so funny. And uh, I wish they would do 20 seasons of it, honestly. Is it still going? No, it's it is over. I think the the people who made this podcast have have done other uh, sort of side projects and stuff like that. But uh, sometimes it's kind of nice for it to just be like succinct and done. So I would recommend that one. Um, and another one that I would recommend would be um, th- this one is also a sort of a defunct podcast. Uh, it was called Punch Up the Jam, and the premise of it was that there were these uh, two. I guess comedians um, named Miel and Demi, and they would each episode pick a song that they didn't like that was very popular, and they would play through the song and talk about everything that they didn't like about it, and then at the end, one of them would punch it up. They would redo the song and change something about it they they thought would make it better, but usually it was just funny. It's a comedy podcast. Uh, And just the way that they would talk about the songs and the ridiculous ways that they would quote-unquote redo the songs and make them better um it was just so fun to listen to they had a great dynamic <clears throat> and uh the the podcast is still going on but it has different hosts now so it's sort of lost lost its shine for me but uh just it's a roller coaster to listen to them like kind of tear apart some really popular songs yeah it's a lot of fun that sounds like something i might like actually. i think you would <laughs> all right i think I mean, I still have more notes to go, but we're past an hour and a half now. We could talk so. about podcasts for hours. We could do po- We'll save it for Podception Part 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Tori, thank you so much for joining me on Between the Shelves. I hope you'll come back again for another episode soon. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. Bye, listeners. Podception! Podception!